COVID-19 pandemic is a major global challenge with consequences affecting health, economy, education, and the social fabric of human civilization. To face this challenge, we need to be adaptable. Harvard Business School described adaptability as the new competitive advantage. Adaptability, from an ecological point of view, is the ability of an organism to cope with unexpected disturbances. However, the ability to adapt varies dramatically between individuals, societies and countries. As a neuroscientist, I dived into the literature of neuroscience to understand the variance in adaptive behavior and to find a clear definition for adaptability. That is when I stumbled upon the neuroscience of resilience. The definition of adaptation from a neuroscience point of view is a gradual decrease in neuronal activity over time in response to constant stimuli. So, neuroscientists opted out to use the term resilience instead of adaptability to avoid confusion of terminology, I guess. However, Logically, if someone is able to cope with new situations without physical or psychological losses, hence adaptable, he or she is also resilient. Apparently and in general, humans are resilient, not as much as cockroaches, but still pretty good. For example, around 60% of humans suffer traumatic events yet only 7% develop post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. But what determines if someone is resilient or not? Gang Wu et al., in their review in 2014, suggested that genetic factors, epigenetic factors, developmental factors, and the neural circuitry of individuals influence resilience. In our bodies, we have a stress system. The stress system plays an essential role in our physical and psychological response towards stressful events. This stress system is made of several interacting neuroendocrine structures. The main components are the locus ceruleus node in the brain, the autonomic nervous system, corticotropin-releasing hormone, CRH, and the pituitary adrenal axis. It was shown that mice and primates abused by their mothers in the first few weeks had abnormally high anxiety levels. Those animals also showed higher hypothalamic pituitary axis activity, HPA, and increased cortisol-releasing hormone level in the cerebrospinal fluid long after stressful events. Similarly, human survivors of childhood trauma show long-lasting changes in HPA responses. However, what if we want to influence our adaptive behavior? The key to successfully influencing adaptive behavior is by studying the cognitive processes of adaptable individuals. Groffman et al. 2005 studied the process of individual adaptive capacity to climate change from a socio-cognitive point of view. Building upon findings from Rogers' protective motivation theory, they suggested two kinds of adaptive capacity, the perceived adaptive capacity, and the objective adaptive capacity. The perceived adaptive capacity is a subjective feeling of the individual ability to adapt. On the other hand, the objective adaptive capacity refers to the resources available for successful adaptation such as money, time, and information. Groffman et al. described an intent to adapt that is influenced by several internal and external factors. Among the internal factors is decision-making bias. Examples of decision-making biases are Anchoring bias, for example, if the first thing someone hears about wearing masks that wearing a mask is not effective in protection against the virus, it will be hard to change their mind later on. Availability bias, for example, physicians who are not treating many COVID-19 patients tend to underestimate the seriousness of the pandemic. Grothman proposed that communicating objective capacity effectively in a top-down approach was critical for encouraging adaptive behavior. Such effective communication could help the individual in overcoming decision-making biases. Change is one of the constants in life. Our survival depends on our adaptive capacities and resilience. 
the already ongoing rapid automation make it difficult to adapt. COVID-19 pandemic will accelerate automation. The good news, however, is that despite the variance in the individual adaptive capacity, it is possible to encourage adaptive behavior through effective communication. References included as hyperlinks in the text.